Welcome to Wizard Team, a Black magical podcast for Black magical stories. Hi everyone, it's Bayana and Portia embarking on a journey through the many fantasy stories written by and about Black people. Today we're covering Almost There, a twisted dark, uh, I'm sorry, this is the opposite way. A Disney twisted tale by Farrah Rashawn. All right. Um, so if you know Princess and the Frog lore, clearly that's what that's what this book is based on because the title is almost there. Um, but first, just some some context before we get into like our full discussion, which really is whether or not we've seen Princess and the Frog. Um, I have, but mostly because when it came out, um, or yeah, when it came out, my sister, like who's closer in age to me was, um, the demographic. So I saw it with her. And then when Ami was old enough, she watched it a billion times. There was like a month where she was watching it like almost every day. So I've seen it (laughs) quite a bit. (laughs) When Princess and the Frog came out, I was in college and was like it was fun it was funny in a way that like that's not because i attended a historically black university so it's funny in a way because i know there was like a a campaign um led by like the divine nine and stuff that were like pushing people to like go like support this black disney movie but i was mm-hmm. like i just can't be bothered like a princess and the frog tales but like that's what they gave the black princess was a princess and she has to kiss a frog like i'm i was not pressed about watching it that's so funny and uh i was just kind of like uh, i'll just wait i guess i'll wait and see if like people were like what i hear from people and then over time, nothing that I heard from people who'd watched it made me feel like, oh, no, that's a must-see. Like, it was just like, oh, okay, mm. that was like another cute uh, Disney story, cool. And I think I tried watching it. No, I know I tried watching it at least once. Um, I just don't remember which year that was that I tried watching it. But I definitely tried watching it once. And this is my like my rule of thumb for any show or movie or whatever. If I try to watch it, and I fall asleep on it, and I wasn't really tired, I just fall asleep on it, then I'm probably not going to end up watching it. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> and I'm gonna, and oh, this is my God. this is why I did not watch Star Wars the first uh, time. <sighs> like my, I had a friend who was like really into Star Wars and was like, here, I'll lend you my DVDs. And I, like, I'm like, I was like, I'm so sorry to you in this universe. I tried to bring on these <laughs> DVDs three different times, and each time it didn't happen. And I just, I think because of that, I just... I, Every movie that I had that problem with, I just kind of give it a moment. So perhaps it'll be like Rogue One, like maybe later on. Um, I was thinking maybe this book, um, when I first picked up this book, would be like how Rogue One was for me in Star Wars. And that like, and I, when I watched Rogue One, I was like, oh, ooh, ooh. Let me go see the whole story roll out after this. Like, you mean this man just popped up on a ship and then just like, what? Like the darth of it all at the end of Rogue One? Yeah, um, and then, like into the whatever. So I was like, oh, I have to like now I have to go see that like storyline and the, the, the rest of it. Yeah, and so I was like thinking, oh, maybe when I pick up almost there this book, I was like, oh, maybe it'll this will be my Rogue One, but for Princess and the Frog. Sadly, it was not. But I did really like the book when I read it. So I was like, this this is enough for me. I don't really feel like I have to read watch the movie because I really I I'm fine with this book. It does 
probably more for me than a movie would have done because I feel like it just really is kind of like um, dealing with stuff that you deal with like a bit more as you're like a growing into your adulthood. That is probably more, it's like, more, yeah, more interesting to me as where I am currently in age than like where Princess and the Frog is in that story. Yeah. I mean, I will say like, if I didn't have Ikara, I probably wouldn't have seen it as soon. Like I, cause I, like I was in high school. So, you know, not that I didn't watch Disney movies, but I was never really a Disney girl in general, just because of like my parents, they never let us watch that stuff anyway. But like, obviously it was a first black princess. So it was a bigger deal. And like, um, I don't think I saw it in the theater, but again, once it was like out on, you know, once we, you could just watch it um, on like DVD or whatever. Like, yeah, my sister had it and watched it all the time. So I saw it or whatever. Um, I feel like, I mean, I liked it. I, I again, it, I wasn't in the like. I I feel like if it had hit me at a specific moment, it would have like caught me forever. Whereas like now, I'm I'm more just like I like it. It's cool, but it's not like a doesn't hasn't didn't like get me by the you know yeah. Have you had a throat <laughs> like yeah? Get me and cute. hold on, yeah. Because yeah. I but I think that's also just a timing thing, not necessarily yeah. like the movie's fault. Yeah. Um, I feel like something about this so, that I do kind of like Percy Jackson too. Like I'm like if I were if I were the age demographic where Disney princesses were still like a thing, I'd have been the mm-hmm. primary audience. But sadly, I'm no longer there. Yeah, and like you know, it'd be that way sometimes. So based off that, did it when you were reading it? Did it feel like you needed to have seen the movie to like understand and like enjoy the book? Not really. Um, I think that like. Um, and it doesn't, it's not annoying, annoying that it did this. It just, it, it's something that was like a good aside or something that kept, like keeps happening is that like they're on their journey and Tiana uh, keeps having moments where she's like, because of the deal that she's made, she keeps having moments uh, being like, oh crap, like are these people starting to remember things they shouldn't be remembering because that's the deal mm-hmm. she's made. It's like made it where they're not supposed to remember stuff. And so she's kind of like, she's not giving you the full story of what happened in the movie but she's like recounting something that she felt during that time period or something that she observed during the time period of the movie um and so it's like well they shouldn't be remembering that because like that was whatever and whatever and it kind of gives you that moment it get, keeps having those kind of moments because people keep having yeah slowly remembering things um and because of that i was like oh well shoot all right i'm gonna recap every other chapter like i'm fine right yeah that's real yeah i felt like yeah, I felt like it did a pretty good job of, like, reminding you or telling you, like, what happened before without it feeling, like, info dumpy. Mm-hmm. Um, I did think, and we'll get into, like, characters and stuff later, I did feel like, at least for Tiana's character, having read, like, having seen the movie, mm-hmm. her character development felt a little, um, I mean, we'll get to it. So, that like, I think it was more on the smaller things of, like, not that you had to have read it before, but that I think it shifts your perspective when you're reading it, I guess, based on like whether you've seen the movie or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say too, I don't know why, like, but I mean, I guess I just didn't like, in my head, I thought that the deal would happen sooner in the, um, but like in the movie, I guess. So mm-hmm. in my head, it was going to happen a lot earlier on. But that's just, like, something that I made up. I didn't, like, you know, I mean, I didn't feel like it was an expectation. I didn't completely know where, like, the twist was going to happen. But the fact that it happened at the end of the movie, I actually kind of liked because then it was more like a sequel. 
although like it's still like the timeline is diverted but it's like at the very it's like the final like confrontation or whatever of the movie and that then that's where things like diverge so you get all of the I liked it in the sense of like you get all of the stuff that happened beforehand and it's not like a, just a twist on what those on those things and it's not like a rehashing certain yeah things um so yeah it's like an, an AU cool. of Tiana like what would happen if yeah yeah but just in a different just in a later moment so like yeah I will say, like, um, as much as we I, we both were, like, agreed on that, like, it wasn't, like, it didn't feel like it was doing too much, there were some things, like, exposition-wise that I think was, uh, like, a little more in the first, like, 25% mm-hmm. of the of the book than, like, it was in the latter parts, um, where it was, like, yeah. oh, like, she felt this way because of this, and, like, we get to see from the POV of both, like, uh, Naveen and Facilier, and there's things that they are thinking that I'm like, I, it doesn't, it didn't feel kind of like natural in a way. Like it felt like it was kind of mm-hmm. like ex- exposition to kind of help you get a better understanding of like why they're thinking or why they're doing what they're doing or whatever. And I'm like, I don't, it didn't, yeah. there's something about the way that it was like written that didn't feel like natural, but then as time goes on, like it's less so, but I didn't know yeah. that whenever I was reading it, that I, it was kind of like a little, yeah, a little I, mm-hmm. um, I definitely agree with that. Um, any thoughts? I guess we kind of have been just talking about the setup and the way that they did it. I guess, like, the premise for those of y'all who have not read yet, um, without spoiling, it's basically Tiana makes a deal with Dr. Facilier. That's basically what the the premise is. Like, what if she made a deal with him at the end of the movie as opposed to, like, defeating him or whatever? And so, the, the thing, I think I will say the deal is a little complicated. Like, it is and it's not a little convoluted because there's just a lot of, like different pieces to it because yeah because like, um, it's not real it's it's weird because the deal is with facilier but the deal that actually works on tiana and her circumstances is like using facility as a vessel and there's an, another mm-hmm. aspect of the deal that is just facilier throwing his own little crap into it and making trying to make Tiana like believe that it's all one big deal when it's actually him throwing his own motives into right. what was the actual deal. But I think it's also like it's the pieces of it, right? Like he offers or initially it's like, I'll bring your dad back. Um and I'll give you like a restaurant. But then he And then it's like, and I'll give you a restaurant. And she says she Spoiler, she turns down both of those things. Um, and then it's when he threatens Naveen and is like, he'll never, like, become human again is when she, like, agrees. But she agrees to all of that. So she gets all of those things um, in exchange for, like, putting this potion in her food, which is crazy. Imagine if she had gotten found out that she was putting some weird But she also, like, thing. but we... <laughs> It's because she's like she and she's again we're led to believe is for her putting the potion in the food where it's actually more at play than the potion mm-hmm. so it's like really right and so she yeah. yeah and the potion is supposed to like make people more agreeable so that facilier can like swindle them mm-hmm. um most notably he's trying to get at uh mr labeouf who's like the most powerful dude in the city or whatever um but he tells her that it's to keep her like dad alive, basically. 
And then eventually, then he finds out that like the deal that was made, he misunderstood. And we can talk about him too. Too, I feel like it's very interesting the way that they kind of, or the way that she like expands on his character, um, and like more of his perspective. I guess is more accurate. Um, is it more in the movie? Is he just kind of like a one note villain that pops up with like shadows? Or I wouldn't. I mean. I mean, he's a cla- I feel like he's a classic Disney villain, right? They have like one motive. He's got his friends on the other side. He's using that to like get power, right? And so it's not that this, that this story isn't doing that. I think because it delves a little bit deeper into his friends on the other side and what they want and how that relationship actually works. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of get the idea in the movie that his friends are not like he is beholden to them Mm -hmm. but not so much but you don't get a lot of it you know what I mean like you don't completely see I think you don't really get like I think in the book it plays up or shows more of his desperation Mm -hmm. um and why he's so desperate Mm -hmm. um in a a way that you just don't have as much time in a movie to like delve into Mm -hmm. um so yeah so I thought that that was like interesting it just added again and just kept adding like more aspects i guess of the deal and then like you know then when things start to go to crap then it's like what's actually you know trying to figure out like what's actually at play here and like who's actually behind it yeah Um, it's interesting i think it was yeah i think that was i was wondering that like i wondered how big uh well the book played into um like actually like by giving him pov and the story, like, actually kind of, like, diving a bit more um, into a backstory than, like, what you may have probably been able to get in a runtime of a movie. Because um, they mm-hmm. don't usually, I mean, unless, like, it's, like, a sequel movie, I mean, like Return of Jafar, where you get a bit more, like, backstory. Like, I don't really think yeah. Babylon's tend to get that much backstory in most of the Disney movies. Yeah, he didn't really get a backstory. I'd say that, like, I think it made sense to me that Facilier and Naveen had had like perspective chapters or whatever just because like you know in the movie there are moments where like you're gonna see the villain on his own Mm -hmm. and like doing his big his big song Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what i mean like you have those moments where like you are only seeing from their perspective so i think it made sense to like sprinkle those in even though the the story is largely tiana's story Mm -hmm. and yeah i just i thought it was interesting i thought it was also a good way of um especially for facilier right like he's such a intimidating and like yeah, he's such an intimidating character and like terrifying character to Tiana, and she thinks that he has a lot more power than he does. And so, showing his perspective shows the reader that he doesn't have as much power. Like he's actually flailing, but from Tiana's perspective, he's like this big, like you know, just like all powerful dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and but as we're watching it, we know we're just like this man is not like. <laughs> He really ain't shit, actually. He's not in control um, he's of everything good at making he's doing. You, No, yeah. he's just good at making it seem like he is. Yeah. And so watching that happen on, like, both sides is really interesting, too. Yeah, I think my question... Yeah, like, my question that I have is going to tie in with this, the world wedding question. When... How well did you feel that the... Like, the story did with giving you a sense of the time period... Like, it's a historical fiction because, you know, this takes mm-hmm. place during, like, 
uh, like recon- it's like 1907 no, no 19- 1912 into like 1920s yeah um because 1912 is where we started off it's like a, the prologue where um tiana is like a young girl yes yeah, so it's 1926 yeah. the actual runtime of the story um uh, starts in, is in 1926 but this is like you know like this is prime like jim crow era like new mm-hmm. orleans and like uh us um mm-hmm. and there's like while there's like the social components of that there's also the like um technological like things that were happening within the time period that are very solidly in time period street cars operating the way they do uh, mm-hmm. the pricing of things stuff like that so I feel like you know like there you see there's it's enough interaction with Tiana's life that you kind of get a an idea of the time period but like how did you feel how how well do you feel like that was conveyed throughout the story I felt like I will also preface by saying that I've been doing a lot of research on like black history in general not necessarily in the 20s actually like earlier than that mm-hmm. but that also kind of colors my reading of it because like it's the 20s you know right? what, is, so what it's coming from yeah what what it's coming from exactly yeah. and so for me it was like it was just very disney right because obviously you watch the movie and it's definitely taking the aesthetic of the 20s and like new orleans and kind of just leaving it there and like i think that when you watch it as a movie it's less um jarring or an issue yeah and just less stark you know yeah. what i mean like you're just kind of like okay fine it's disney we're mm-hmm. singing songs now we're frogs we're in the bayou like okay I'm, this is whatever. all magic you know yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah it's like i'm not i'm not like here you know what i mean but because this story focuses like tiana is human the entire time she's in new orleans the entire time you know what i mean like she's interacting with people she's you know in her restaurant she's doing all of this stuff the whole time it makes it a little bit more like it just feels like it's missing and it's not that it's not that the author doesn't address those things and i think that she has moments where she addresses them like the department store um and like that sto- that like part that scene or whatever is like a story that i've been told by my grandmother about something that happened to her you know about like her mom and grandmother so like it's like a familiar story i would say mm-hmm. but um it just doesn't go and like I don't I'm not saying it as if like I need it to be like super traumatic and it needs to like you know be super like dark and heavy and whatever I'm not even saying it in that way um it just felt like I was waiting for a long time for her to just like say explicitly that Tiana was like black and dealt with like you know what I mean it was like certain hints where it was just kind of vague of like oh yeah she has to deal with these things you know what I mean? Or she has to like, um, her, the, her like dream location for a restaurant gets sold to someone else because of like these racist white dudes or whatever, but it's not like explicitly said. It's just kind of like hinted or not even hinted. It just, you have to kind of like read between the lines or it's, it's said, but it's kind of like, you, if you know, you know, I guess is maybe the better way to say it. Um, and I would also say, especially with Lottie. Yeah. I think that's where my, I think that's where my like. Where's the most incongruent. It's kind of, it's the most like. Yeah. Cause I'm just like, okay, so you're at the department store mm-hmm. and you're taking, first of all, Lottie is uh, Mr. LaBeouf's daughter. So she's like extremely wealthy. Her best friend is 
or Tiana is her best friend, but they know each other because Tiana's mom has worked for her, was making her clothes and was working for for her. So like just even that the like power dynamics like you don't under you don't recognize that or even the fact that like and they have a conversation about it at some point mm-hmm. but it just feels like it felt very what it is you know what it is it felt very like twenty first century that's what the conversations felt like mm-hmm. where it was just like yeah I could. Like, I would roll my eyes, but I could believe that, like, some wealthy or, like, at least well-off white kid wouldn't necessarily understand the differences in between. Like, if they had, like, a Black best friend who had, you know, was living in a less, or just living in, like, a poorer neighborhood, whatever, had different, like, financial situations, I could believe that they would be a little bit more, like, aloof or, like, not necessarily understand the differences, Mm -hmm. um, just by nature of, like, how our society is right now, Mm -hmm. um, but in the 20s, you don't know that Black women can't try on clothes in a department store. Like, you don't know yeah. that. Like, th- those are the things where I was just like, why is she having to educate her on this when she's, like, very, when, like, these laws and these things are very explicit? I think that's that's where I was just, like, confused. Yeah. I feel like it's, I could, like, it was only partially under believable in that she is so privileged and she's so used to getting her way that it was, like, how dare you tell me who I, who, how you, how dare you tell me who I can put a hat on kind of thing. Like how dare, you sure, know what I mean? except I'm like, there are what, like almost 20? Yeah. No, I and get like, what you're, like I'm with and like, you. You know what I mean? So it was yeah. like, I, I got it. Yes, it was a very white woman answer. moment yes. of a like, how dare you? Yeah. Like I'm about to call the manager type situation. Yeah. And that like reaction was believable. It just to me wasn't believable in the twenties. Yeah, I guess it was kind of. Oh no, I'm not. I'm just. I'm like the only way I could see this like going forward is if like she literally was like, "You're attacking my privilege, and that's what I can't stand for." You know what I mean? Like, how dare you? Right. Um, But her just being shocked that it was happening at all. I would also say there is no explicit um, mention of slavery either. Yeah. And, like, Tiana's parents, at the very least, were born in slavery, yeah. if not, like, you know what I mean? It could have been, like, at like right at, it, um, yeah, like, emancipation. during emancipation. Yeah. yeah, but it's, like, it's not, like, again, it felt like some of those moments felt like it was being written from the perspective of, of somebody in the 21st century, as opposed to someone who has a very close and, like, direct line to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think those were the moments... Like the story overall, I really enjoyed, but I think those were the moments that I was just like, I'm, I'm not fully connecting to it because of that. Yeah, I think for me, I like as you said earlier, like I attribute it to the Disney of it all, where like is like there is Disney gonna actually, right? Yeah, no, no, you know, not at all, not at Disney? all, and that's why I was like, I was yeah. like, I'm, I'm feeling this, but I also recognize what it is, so yeah. I can't like, I'm not mad at it, you yeah. know what I mean? It's like. This isn't surprising, but as I'm reading it, I'm just like, if it wasn't Disney, if it was a completely separate story, yeah. I would want yeah. more from that. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you on that as well. And then I was, I think, general like those are the parts that took me out, like time period wise. Um, and I think there were just some things that I was like, socially, I just think were just so, like awesome, like. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's the thing about writing is that you don't want to be, like, getting into nitty gritties of all the things, like, going down a rabbit hole of, like, what, where were the restrooms? And, you know what I mean? Like, not that kind of crap. Right. But, 
it was it was interesting like in that like um there was some of the stuff like where tiana was just like roaming the docks or whatever talking to the fishermen and stuff and i'm like sure yeah she could do that or whatever but i just feel like this all like the level of relationship she had with people was just a little bit like it just like them like the mannerisms that would be in that time period were just a little like not that time period it was more 21st mm -hmm. century kind of like mannerisms and like customs than it would be like you know like she takes her hair down in front of a man and like you know what i mean <laughs> and i'm just like mm, i don't think you would be doing it. i actually don't even think your hair would be down i think or like in like you would have to like do multiple steps to get your hair down because that's just mm -hmm. like you know so i'm just like oh and i know but i also remember again disney and the movie and how she styled in the movie or whatever or at least from the shots that i've seen of her and i'm like they yeah. weren't really trying to it's consider what she actually looks like yeah it's very yeah it was very simple yeah so it was it yeah, I think the I think the time period was the most where like I think again I think the aesthetic of it and the like um, or deco and like um, yeah, yeah yeah I thought that that was like spot on I thought mm -hmm. that, that made made sense but there was definitely yeah it was very Disney it was Disney New Orleans yeah and I also think again I think that it being a book is what like made it more more apparent. more apparent because I think if this had been a movie I wouldn't have like really thought about it. <laughs> not and like, you know what I mean it's Disney like, whatever, whatever you know what I mean like, I'm just like I'm gonna you're like you're in the middle of reading a book and you're like wait a minute it's Disney okay I'm like this can't this can't happen but like I don't and I, yeah it's, it's interesting to me though that the, like um, the the medium matters yeah or, like changes the perspective I guess but I also think it's like um, I think it's but is that also on you as a reader like as readers we have certain expectations for the stories that we read, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like... And I think the level of, like, detail. Yeah. But I feel like if, like, maybe if you were a person who were... In, you were more of a movie watcher than you were a reader, and you just wanted to pick up this cute tie-in to a movie that you liked, then maybe mm -hmm. it maybe wouldn't phase you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, your primary yeah. time isn't spent reading other books I also think period or whatever. Yeah, I also think if I probably had watched the movie right before reading the book, I may have, may have also had a different perspective on that, too. Yeah. Because um, it's not like I've seen the movie recently. Yeah. I remember it. Like, I know the plot and stuff. But I think that, that like, the feeling of that, I think, would have carried over. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm like, what did I read before this? <laughs> some, some fantasy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm just, like, <laughs> I'm reading, like, nonfiction and fantasy right now. So, like... It, it's in the and again if i'm reading nonfiction like history books and yeah. fantasy and then i'm coming to this historical fiction yeah. like my it's just my brain is in a different place so yeah, yeah i again i don't think that it's a really the fault of the book because it yeah. is what it's uh advertised to be yeah um but it's just like you know i don't I, it's hard because like i can it. i can imagine what we get as the final product being like the furthest disney was willing to go <laughs> and i don't know sure. how much the art of the author yeah. pushed and for more and it was just like no or if it was mm -hmm. just that like we are all in agreement okay yeah this is where we're gonna go you know what i mean kind of thing and i'm like right that's fine that's i get it yeah i don't yeah i'm like i don't blame the author at yeah. all it's like i completely understand yeah what this is and yeah. like what it was meant to be <laughs> and like it's fine yeah. like <laughs> i'm like we i i knew the premise i picked it up i bought it yeah we're good um like, it's princess and the frog we yeah yes we're here the only other thing that had world building wise that I wanted to pro uh, probe on was, um, and this will kind of whatever we'll we'll talk. Um, this it, our qu these questions will go where they go. 
where um mm-hmm. what did you think was happening with um in the story we're gonna get into the characters in a minute there's this woman who's mysterious and she uh but she's mysterious but friendly and she's mm-hmm. um always giving tiana like flowers she's a florist um and then also paintings and she's always saying they're gifts um and not to worry about them and um Tiana's already been feeling as if she's being watched from the shadows. And then mm-hmm. when she starts noticing weird things happening with the flowers and paintings, because she takes them all to her restaurant and she notices when she changes, she changes them out and stuff like that, that weird thing, like just weird things keep happening with these things. Um, so question one was, what did you think was happening with those flowers and paintings and stuff? What do you think had to do mm-hmm. with that character? And then also the same, how did you feel about, um, what do you think was happening with the there's this like strange fog that has rolled yeah. into New Orleans and continues to grow each mm-hmm. day and um like a couple like a day or two after the fog comes in then there also seems to be this weird algae that grows and like takes over the docks starts creeping into the city so what do you think was happening with all like one with this character who was giving Tiana this free stuff that was doing weird things and then also mm-hmm. with the actual like change up of new orleans with this weird creeping growth of like darkness i uh so with with miss rose i felt like i knew she was something else like i knew it was not just she's not just some random like just some friendly woman i was like she's doing she's involved somehow i felt like we could trust her like it for some reason it didn't feel like she was sinister in any type of way it didn't feel like tiana was like falling for another you know like falling for the okie doke or whatever it mm-hmm. felt like no she's clearly trying to help her in some way but like it's not clear with what or like how much she knows and that kind of thing mm-hmm. um the one thing about tiana though i was like okay so you've been turned into a frog you have uh you met mama Odie. you've been talking to louis 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 is now human he was born a gator and now he's human you have this deal with facilier your father is brought back to life like all you have all of these what evidence, was the, all what was the magic bug that was like a mosquito was it like a lightning bug like or something oh um 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 oh my god oh my god he she he's mentioned at the beginning at the very beginning he, yeah but he's yeah, the story. lightning bug but oh, I'm just saying him. she was actually friends and could conversate with a whole bug. With a lightning bug. Yeah. Literally. So it's like all these things. Um, and for her to like see the flowers wilting too fast or like people leaving the paintings or all these kinds of things that she just keeps like brushing it off as her being tired. I'm like, you have physical like and like you like evidence of magic existing in your world and you're just like brushing these things off as like you're gaslighting yourself that's what mm-hmm. was that was right. like the one thing i was like ma'am it's one thing if you have never seen anything like this before and you're just like okay i must be tripping like sure fine but you have seen these things and so i just feel like you need to ask more questions if you're like hey miss rose why are these paintings like i just that part was kind of like girl for me and his and uh, i was going on here's my thing uh so i and the the lightning bug's name is ray i looked at it real quick yes yeah ray um my thing is and i noted this because i thought it was so um people have talked about this a lot this is why i know this and osmosis i guess tiana being heavily capricorn 
um coded mm. and i <laughs> like i'm so like here with this as a reasoning for what her zodiac sign is because she really is heavily capricorn coded i do not i can't yeah. not see her as a capricorn <laughs> um and it was the way that she was trying to be so reasonable like she was trying to rationalize right everything, everything. and, and, my, and again, I was like and I feel like if you like, had not like, been turned into a frog a year ago magic, then I'd be no like sure rational explanation in this case is magic but you were literally like, a frog you're, just, you're trying right you're doing the most and not being like this is not magic you know like she didn't but she didn't say it was yeah. not magic she just was like in her brain she was just like well, that is strange. Something's at work at work here, but I don't have time to think about this. I have work to do, and it's just like, oh my gosh! Like, why are you Girl. putting work? And it's because she's Capricorn. Why do you putting work ahead of you actually like, like going and like and like questioning and interrogating and actually doing anything about the stuff that you like is creeping you out? Like low key, this stuff is creeping you out, and you're trying. To, and I get it. You're trying to put a barrier between which what is scaring you and like your actual responsibilities and so you use your responsibilities to keep out what's scaring you but my guy my lady sometimes you just gotta go ahead and be like okay this is what's happening and miss rose clearly she'd be saying random stuff she's giving you these things ask her she might tell you something real vague and then riddly or whatever. And but I'm at least like, ask. And, like, I'm, and I can see that deterring her. I'm like, cause like that would deter me. Like, cause like if I'm like, oh, look, I'm you're seeing me because I'm um on I'm on errands. Like she every time she sees Miss Rose, she's doing an errand in the market or something. She's like trying to get she's getting in and out, and she just happens to run into Miss Rose, and Miss Rose takes a minute to her by her side. If every time I see you, I got somewhere else to be, but here you are giving me a thing and then being vague about it then why am i like you want me to have a full conversation and i ain't got the time i do not mm -hmm. have these time that's real she just needed to seek her out at the time at the point where she did have the time but let's get into that yeah. tiana and, yeah and not having time oh but the algae how did you feel about the algae and the oh the algae i liked that i liked that part as like a thing it was just being like this creepy thing that's coming and everyone's trying to be like i don't know maybe <laughs> that was what was killing maybe me it's the swamp. <laughs> it was that, like everyone in the city i was like no one's no one's gonna be like hey maybe she's some scientists out here to investigate what this stuff is like should we uh i don't know nah. uh someone know anything about dealing with rolling fog uh you can't use Bro. like what are we gonna do like nobody no one's going to as a as a bay arian thick fog i would definitely be like whatever <laughs> <laughs> like i get it like i yeah i drive in fog all the time and i'm just like this is crazy but you know but you have a modern day sure. car they over here talking no, about walking yeah. down the streets in the trolley literally no when she was going home i was like this is problematic yes. <laughs> like you can't just be and she's already afraid of shadows see. scurrying Bro. like i'm like is this not no and this is i loved how like I, you know you know my love of horror and goth and gothic mm -hmm. and i was like oh this is this is so fun for me i just knew something terrible was gonna happen and then i kept again having to remind myself that it's a disney <laughs> book so i was just like okay it's not, not gonna be that bad be. it's fine <laughs> yeah but i just kept thinking like not that i was scared in the moment but i was just like this is going to get worse kind yeah. of thing you know what i mean like it's this like, is about to get better. scary yeah. and then it wouldn't and i was like oh right because uh, yes yeah. I remember what I'm reading now. But in any other book, it would have turned into some other stuff. And I would have been like, no, thank you.
Here on Wizard Team, it's no surprise that we love books. We also love supporting the independent bookstores. With our Bookshop affiliate link, you can not only get all the books on your TBR, but you can support indie bookstores and B&C at the same time. And if you're not sure what you want, that ain't no problem. Check out our The Plot Thickens list full of recommendations from none other than Portia herself. Head to www.bookshop.org slash shop slash Black Nerds Create to treat your shelves. Treat your shelves. Oh, that's that's nice. That's clever. Oh, my goodness. That's clever. So, yeah, Tiana, I felt like... So I will say, I feel like, I think at the beginning of the story, I was wondering, it kind of felt like her character development had like regressed. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think I changed my mind as it went on. Um, So like, because in the movie, the whole thing is like, she's working too hard. She doesn't like go out and, you know, have fun because she's putting all of her time and effort and energy into like saving money to buy this uh, building. Um, And then... You know, she's also, like, heavily independent. She's just like, I got it. I'm doing the thing. Um, and part of her, like, character development through that story is that she eventually, like, learns how to have fun and, like, unwind and all that kind of stuff. Um, so at the beginning of this one, like, once the deal was made and she has her restaurant with her dad and she's just kind of, like, working all the time and, again, not really interacting with people and not really, like... At first, I was just like, okay, this is kind of weird because it feels like it undid what we learned, what she like learned in the movie. But as I was as I was going, I kind of felt like, okay, I kind of get it in the sense of like, she got this restaurant. She her father's back. She like is also still like heartbroken over Naveen and the fact that he can't remember her or anything of like what happened and that she can't like talk to one of the it. like terms of the deal was that she couldn't tell anyone about it and also she couldn't talk to him about it like she couldn't go back to him and if he remembered things he would turn back into a frog is what she was told I understand I understand the sense of like I'm gonna just focus put my head down and work so I don't have to like think about those things um and also the idea of like making that deal with Facilier like isolated her and so in her head she can't ask for help because she's in this deal with Facilia. she has to handle it all herself um and so then it kind of like like I said like as I was reading I was like oh okay never mind like this is this makes sense to me in the context of like what she like agreed to and then just feeling like she had to bear all of that mm-hmm. on her own and I think it also maybe goes into why she didn't ask Miss Rose about the weird like flowers and paintings and stuff because it's like again I gotta work I gotta focus on what I'm focusing on so that I don't like become upset about you know the things and I want to like and I think she was also trying to spend as much time as she could with her dad like she yeah missed all of that time and so um yeah I think by like I, I would say like maybe before halfway through but like after the beginning of it I was kind of like okay no I see what's what's work what's happening with her I guess yeah I think that my thing with Tiana was okay so with Capricorn (laughs) in my chart the way that it is um 
I like heavily related with like not like I it was interesting that everyone around her kind of took her hyper independence as like her not having faith in their ability to help and it wasn't that she didn't have faith in them it was that she was like I I got everything together I've got it it's together in my brain I've got it together Mm -hmm. and I'm gonna knock them out the way that I see it I got it and it was interesting to me talking about her spending time with her father it was interesting to me that like she has these like memories of like cooking with her father and yet none of the scenes with her and her father in the kitchen together are they like chef sous chef where he's like one of them's prepping the other one's right you know what i mean it's like she puts the gumbo together then she puts the beignets together and then while she's Mm -hmm. worried about the and like he's doing things but she's like yeah but she's definitely taking most of it on yeah and then it's also like the question of like and i think it gets brought up kind of earlier where it's like you know she's talking about wanting to expand but it's like you can't be in a thousand places at once yeah her mom's like gotta hire people to do this thing her mom was like Like, hire another chef because so you can actually yeah. like do those things and she's like like this is like the 30th time my mom has asked said this or whatever but i would i would mm-hmm. sooner do this and that and then i think like a, a, a paragraph later or something uh, her mom says something someone says something about like something the other thing that came up and tiana was like i would rather hire a chef before i'd ever do that and i was like oh my gosh you're ridiculous <laughs> she's just she's just like it's just the hyper independence yeah and Again, I, I understand where it came from and like why she's like that, but it was definitely like, ma'am, please. And also, she's like trying to be <laughs> just but protective of her of people when her like mm-hmm. in her, she's like, if I do it, then like my mom and dad get some more time. You know, she's like, she keeps having these things where she's like, well, I'm I'm protecting them. Like they don't, none of them mm-hmm. know what the deal that I've made with Facilier, and I don't want them to have to like you know worry about it. That country keeps doing, yeah, stuff like that. and it's like it's guilt too. Yeah, it's hundred, yeah, it's definitely guilt and and just feeling like they would be I'm ashamed responsible for of her. this. So yeah, and mm-hmm. they knew about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's a lot of different things, and I felt like by the end she got there. I think I wanted to see more of it. Like mm-hmm. in the end, I think there were like parts of her asking for help or parts of people being like, "Look, I got it" type mm-hmm. situation, but. Um, I'm thinking of like specifically there's a moment where she like yells at Louis and it mm-hmm. felt like okay at this point you probably just in the story mm-hmm. you know like we maybe need to be you know accepting help at this point um, but <laughs> I didn't feel like by the end like I do think by the end she got there but mm-hmm. I think it just like there were a couple of moments towards the end where I was like girl <laughs> I think that was I honestly so, like for your thing like for two things for you saying like it was like you're worried about there being a regression initially or whatever I think that it makes sense in a way of that, like, as humans, we tend to do the things that we're comfortable doing. And if she just kind of, yeah. like, had just learned her lesson at the end of the movie and Princess and the Frog and, like, that ending got diverted, then she was fully still trying. Like, she still needed... She's, she's not she there was, all the way. Yeah, she was... Yeah, because she just... Yeah, be, like, and I think especially because a big part of her learning that is through her, like, interactions with Naveen and through their, like, developing relationship. So then in the point of that... Or the point of that, she's, like learning it and then she loses him like i could totally you know yeah. what i mean like it makes You're, sense that yeah. she would be like well never mind yep. back to my little hole <laughs> <laughs> and i also think it was also awesome. my bullshit like that makes sense to me <laughs> uh, i know how to do this <laughs> i don't know how to do i don't know how to navigate this weird relationship where i can't talk to him but i do know right. how to overwork myself i can do that exactly i'm on it <laughs> say I less think, i think the other thing is that like with um with the when she blew up at Louis, I think it came from like when she's anxious, when she's stressed, and she 
she doesn't have the answer. And that moment she didn't have the answer. Mm-hmm. She was trying to seek out the answer, but she didn't have the answer. Yeah. And that just, I think that was honestly a reflection of her, what she, her stressing out does. Like she, mm-hmm. it just came out of that moment at Lily and it was like, bro, like, and she apologizes and I later. also will say, yeah, she apologizes. And I, and again, she does better after that. But I would mm-hmm. also say even before that, there's a moment where she's freaking out. Yeah. And, um, but Naveen like peeps and is yeah. able to like, be like, look, I'll handle this. You go do the other thing or whatever. So that I think that that is also, you know, it's an important part of the relationship, right? Yeah. Um, Before we get off of Tiana, I do like I have another. I have a thought about partially about how, um, perhaps her lack of wanting to self care is mm-hmm. related to her perception of Lottie, which I feel like would get us into a whole Lottie situ- conversation mm. before we go there. I just wanted to say it here before, yeah. so I didn't lose that thought. Um, yeah. I did want to... One of my notes when I was reading the book was that one of the reasons that I felt Tiana made for an interesting fantasy character is that she has no interest in magic at all. Like, she doesn't... She's yeah. like, she doesn't see magic and she's like, oh, that's intriguing. How can I get down the magic? She's just like... Right. Mm, she said, nope, I gotta no, work. No. <laughs> I'm gonna for that. <laughs> no, keep it over. No. This gumbo. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I, the, the her trying to reason herself out of strangeness instead of, like, immediately being like, it's magic. Let me, like... Right. To, like, it's just... It's, Figure it out. It makes for a fun character, too, as a main character, mm-hmm. because she's not, like, a main character trying to, like, gain magic or use magic to her advantage. She's just like, get me out of here. I made this deal. Right, she only yeah. she only addresses it at the point where, like, she realizes she has no other choice. Yeah, and then even then... For the she's most part, like, she's like, she sees these strange things, and she's like, no, I'm gonna focus, yeah. I'm gonna put my head down, I'm gonna do my thing, it'll be fine. She, because of her hard-headedness around magic, she was unable to interpret the messages from the like the spirits that were trying that they were trying to give her through the flowers and the paintings because they were trying to right. warn her. Can you imagine yeah. being an ancestor trying to warn one of your descendants and they're like, what the emphasis? Who's trying to threaten me? What it's is that? Not even... And you're just like, child, Ma'am. I'm trying to tell you that something is coming for you. And you're something is a foot. Like, I'm the problem. <laughs> I'm the problem. How about you actually care about these things? Like, that's what got me about Tiana. Um, she's like a non-fantasy character put into a fantasy setting. Yeah. And it just she's just mm-hmm. like, what is this? Get me out of here, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and it's hilarious. But it's also sad, deeply sad because it's like they're trying to help you. And you're just, it's going over your head. Not even, yeah. Using to interact with it. So that was my my final thought about Tiana and magic was that like, girl, really? Like, seriously? And we don't learn about that until she has a con- finally has a conversation. Yeah, exactly. Just very much like, nope, I got my restaurant. I'm avoiding Naveen. This is all I can do. <laughs> so Naveen, I feel like he... So he gets his memory wiped, essentially. He doesn't remember anything that happened in the events of The Princess and the Frog. But it's like he his brain doesn't remember it, but like, or I guess so in the back of his mind, they're still in there. The yeah. memories are his still subconscious there. subconscious is, is still, help, is still having it. Like whatever he, his personal growth journey was in the movie still set itself in his subconscious. Exactly. He, he moves with the, feel like the development of what he uh-huh. actually received in the movie. 
Right. Like, he's like, okay, I'm trying to, I need to, like, he recognizes the value of hard work. He's trying to, like, prove himself as more than just, like, the spoiled prince. Um, And he's, like, already in love with Tiana, has no idea why. She's been avoiding him. He, to his recollection, he's never had a conversation with her. And he's just like, no, but this is, like, this is the girl for me. And, like, she's hurting my feelings because every time she sees me, she runs away. I loved it. I'm sorry. I loved it. I just <laughs> she came out with a whole so tray funny. of food. It was like, oh, Bro. I'm a rip- nope. It's gotta go. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> to the point that Lottie's like, "Are you avoiding me? Like, what's going on?" Because she, because Lottie and Avine are like friends at this point. Like, in the in the movie, Lottie spends a lot of the time like she wants to marry a prince. So there's this whole thing about like her wanting to marry Naveen, but it's not real Naveen. It's a fake one. Um. And then they like actually get to know each other and they're like, nah, we'll we'll just be friends. It's fine. But And then in this book, she's just yeah. like, she's just like, I decided that a princess is too much, but a duchess, I'm gonna set myself right. like as if it's so easy to find a duke. But at the Girl, same time, du- right. It's fan it's a fictional she's world. Just, so like I don't know what I've heard maybe? I've heard romance authors talk about there being like a duke. Uh, equation or something like there's for there's always whatever do for whatever for in a like fictional world I don't remember hearing mm. the whole thing out someone looked that up but it was just funny then I'm like it's, it's it's so funny that she's like oh I don't think I I like I a rich girl in the Americas where there's no one with titled land, like um, gentry here I'm going to right. actually go from prince to duke like how does that even actually happen <laughs> she's she's not a serious person she's not um and that's okay like that's actually her character is that she's not serious (laughs) um but yeah i i feel like i really liked that naveen didn't like complete like it wasn't like they had to go through their like courtship or whatever all over again yeah um and even if naveen didn't remember tiana did and she was reacting to him yeah because she knew that she knew that sparks fly when she's with him so she's like avoiding mm-hmm. him she's like oh crap like every time i'm around him like my body like, is doing yeah. things and i can't pull right yeah and as it goes on they spend more time together and she's like falling into it right and then she has to keep reminding herself oh shit i'm not supposed to be doing this like and then that you know and also from his perspective it's confusing because she's like hot and cold and like yeah he's like i think she likes me i'm pretty sure but something is holding her back and i'm not really sure what and like you know he's like you know they're yeah again he's in love with her so before they even really have a real conversation he's just like no this is he's like and i know I, and that I, we're already married in my brain like i know that right, we're together literally. forever in my brain so i don't I don't know why. And I, and I, I kind of love that because I always yeah. love like, you know, I love uh, male love interests who are down bad yeah. for the female it's my love interest. Thing. Like that's, yeah. It's the best thing. Like that's yeah. how it should be. So I was like, this is great. I'm I'm loving it. Um, I also, yeah, I mean, I liked getting more of his perspective. I liked the, um, you know, of him just wanting to like prove himself, but also interesting, like Tiana still inspires him in that way too like even though he does it's and at this point for from what he like knows it's just from watching her from afar like he's yeah. been to a restaurant multiple times and like sees how hard she works and how much she like puts into it and so that like makes him want to do that too and not just so that he can like show off to her but really for himself um and 
yeah. So I thought I thought that was interesting. I also again, like we mentioned, like the moment where she was like freaking out and he kind of like calmed her. I also liked those moments of like showing that he understands what's going on in her head, mm-hmm. um, even if he doesn't have like the full context for why she's freaking out. Um, yeah. yeah, I like that. Like, so I think for Tiana, um, and this is coming from my own experience to an extent um i feel like for tiana a lot of her feedback she's getting from her parents about she needs to sit down and take time to herself kind of goes she hears them but she also doesn't all really hear them because she's like mm-hmm. rest for the for when i'm dead basically so she's just like yeah that's when i'll you know like got you sure yeah i'll, I'll rest i'll dance sure um and i think it's when um she continues to hear that from Lottie, but also she's grown up and she's seen what Lottie sees as like self-care. And she's just like, mm, that's a lot of rich white people stuff. That's not what I can do as a working black woman who's trying to get her her business off. Um, and then for Naveen, him being like a spoiled rich prince and he's coming through and he's also being like, hey, like I can, I can legit like take on this instead of you. Like you can, you can take a moment. And mm-hmm. it's only after he, like, he says it overtly, then he, like, says it, like, you know, quietly. And then he just kind of, like, shows that he's capable in other ways. That so she's like, okay, uh, maybe I'll let you do this for me. And mm-hmm. it takes, so I like that in their relationship that, again, because she remembers where they ended up, she's kind of that, like, area of, like, her knowing that he's competent and capable it's just that she's gotta she has to let go of the will she just can't she's has she has a problem letting go of the will and even mm-hmm. despite the fact that he can't remember he still remembers enough to know how to get through to her when she's having those moments where she's just not able to let go and he's patient mm-hmm. enough to like work with her through it i just think that's a really like cool part of the relationship and i think um she knows that people like you know trying to tell her to take time for herself is people caring for her but for her to have that from someone who's not related to her or didn't grow up with her and like is someone she has romantic feelings for um it's very sweet and Naveen is very sweet about it and I really enjoyed that from him as well yeah agreed well okay one other thing about Lottie it's not even about her it's about her dad um (laughs) just slightly going back to our conversation about like time period and stuff Mm -hmm. He's a sugar baron. Yeah. He literally had to have owned Shug- sla- um, or, or enslaved people and his fam- or his even, fa- his it's parents. even he did his parents. Yeah. And like sugar plantations. Are you kidding me? Like, like, where are you getting the sugar from? Like, they're actually the, like, worst. the worst. And that's the thing. Like, again, and when the bean was talking to having, a like, worker this- there, I was like, is this worker a white worker? Because I can't see. Well, a so black my thing is, is like, this- what they're doing. So, but what they're doing is like in the mill, which not yeah. it's not 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 that that's like a not a hard job, but I could see like at that point, yeah, sure, maybe some white folks. I'm thinking about like where you're getting the sugar from. You're still getting those from. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm with you on that. And I like, was just like I remember yeah. Naveen talking like that. My brain was just like, wait a minute, are we supposed to be thinking that Naveen is talking? Is this man like is he helping a black man get a, a step up? Because right, what is or happening? White dude. Yeah, that wasn't right. It wasn't clear. That wasn't clear. And I think. You know, I, it's hard for me. Again, it's a book, so it's harder. And it's not, it's Disney. So my expectations are what they are. But I just, that was also a thing for me where I was like, this is, has a very, uh, this is like a huge history, especially like 
in this region yeah for and like very dark dark traumatic history for black folks in that region and he is just holding court in tiana's restaurant every night every night lottie is like out here not knowing that black women can't try on stuff in the apartment so it was just like that part it just was very it was difficult also, to, like to I believe. like the conversation. I, I thought I said I'm not. I said I was done with Lottie, but this the conversation yeah. that I kind of had with Lottie that felt like a 21st century conversation. Uh, yeah, maybe I'll give it 20, 20th century almost, but that's what this is 20th. But like it almost, it's like it's right there on the line. Um, mm-hmm. Is that like when she's like, "Why, Lottie? You say you're my friend and that you like you want to, you know, like um, support me and stuff. You have a father who's a, very, very rich." Who could you could easily have asked him to help support me in my efforts? And she's like, "Well, I knew that you would not take a handout, sure, but also you, he could have been the facilitator, uh, facilitator between a conversation uh, between the guys who owned the place that I wanted and wouldn't let me mm-hmm. have, and he could have just been like, F y'all, like y'all gonna give it to her, or I'm not gonna help you with your business ventures.' But boom, bam, we're right. done. He could have bought it and then had and then Tiana buy it, it to him. her. Yeah." He could have did all like, that. Like even stuff. if Tiana wanted to pay for it, like yeah. he could have bought it and then did whatever he, yeah. you know what I mean, sold it and, to her. And, so yeah, there's just and it's but but I feel like to be fair, that is within his character as a sugar mill person mm-hmm. to not have offered that at all to be holding court mm-hmm. right up in her face in her restaurant and still mm-hmm. be like I'm not gonna lift a finger to help you in your plight, even though I regard you as my. Uh, extended family, quote unquote, because you know how right. white folks are with considering black folks are extended family, especially in this mm-hmm. time period or whatever, with that whole vibe mm-hmm. is. So I just like part where with, the think- parts of that feels like it's modern day. I get, but I'm like that did feel, that did read real, real to me that he no that did, but it for that it it was realistic, but it was more like it didn't it was all it was all covert i guess is maybe the way to say it like it was all like it didn't again this it wasn't the focus of the story i'm I'm not like but it was just the thing that like as i kept reading it it was like the subtext here yeah is like so much she could have had her cater her party not even i was like bet why hasn't she been catering any of their events like you know what i mean like what she catered one like their mardi gras whatever but that was in the movie um and that was when she got turned into a frog. But like, yeah. So it was. It was just. Again, it's fine. We 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 came. We talked about it. But yeah. That was but a it's big another thing point. of like. As I was reading it, that was one of the bigger. Things. I'm like a sugar baron. I was just like, <laughs> excuse me. So was he not? A, you couldn't tell what his industry was in a movie. Um, they probably mentioned it, but again, it's a movie, so they yeah. just might say it, and then I'm just not even thinking about it anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're mo- we've moved on. We're we're singing. Like that's kind of how it, you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Okay. Really quickly, Facilier, I think also is related to that in the sense of like we get more of his like backstory and. But we also, like, see, he has a lot of resentment, and I think, like, specifically towards the LaBeoufs. And the story, or, like, he kind of, we talk about a, a, mm, words. He thinks a lot about wanting to rule the city and thinks a lot about not having, or what he doesn't have and feeling entitled to more. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a moment where we kind of talk about, well, I'll get back to that in a second. But I think that that part was another thing where I was kind of like, 
I think his character would have been helped by going deeper, actually. Just in the sense of like his resentment felt very, it felt very one dimensional. Like his, that part of it felt very one dimensional, but like he's a black man in the, in the twenties. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so there was just like, I felt like we could have gone deeper and that was something that I kind of wanted from his character. But again, I understand why we didn't go that far, but it was just something about him. Like, you know, when he's thinking about his life with his mom and like, he's thinking about like, the way these men like kind of look down at him when he's like on the street, you know, doing the cards or whatever. Um, and I'm just like, okay, but why is it this way? Right. Like I yeah. think the, the, the legacy of slavery is very heavy over this story, but it's mm-hmm. not at the same time. Yeah. Like um, he mentions that his mom was um, a voodoo practitioner and was able to like, she was like, they were on their like, last resources and drags of their resources and she was still healing people and still being part mm-hmm. of the community and so that helped me get a better understanding to an extent of like where he didn't have that like where like other because i feel like no matter the time period um black folk who like were community like there's a level of community mindedness that comes with black folk um when we just kind of like help each other out because like we mm-hmm. were all there got we got for them most of the time and that's but that mm-hmm. has to be something that like is a mutually thing like sometimes it's like it starts off one-sided and then you know people get better at it about reciprocating yeah. it um but for the most part it's, it's a thing that like you can expect um except for sometimes people get disconnected from it and they dislike it mm-hmm. they feel um burdened by it they don't they don't want to be part of that ecosystem they reject it and mm-hmm. his rejection of it with that um back piece of his mother having done that even at the last those and then he's just like where was everyone whenever she was gone i was on these streets by myself or whatever right um, he was abandoned and then he has that like like lingering resentment and bitterness and um it was kind of it was the one-sidedness of it for me that felt it felt very like from the perspective of like an oligarch of how they feel about poor people or people who mm-hmm. just don't have as much money as them is so like everyone's poor in comparison to them is right. that um they think that poor people quote unquote are angry at them because we are just envious and would like to be where they are and would like to use the same resources they use and while there are people who mm-hmm. are that and facilier is an example of that I feel like there's like a there like you're saying there's a more depth that could have been given to that component of it all because he seems to have while he's also resentful of the rich folk he's also like contemptuous of them and feels like he's like better than them and that he could do it all better um and I'm like I like he says stuff like about like he could live in LaBeouf's mansion uh, and he could have mm-hmm. his money and do better uh things but not like community things and he doesn't have any actual right. like dreams that he was like of like we don't hear we don't see him have like i have a dream he's not like a vision the, for yeah. like new orleans in the future yeah he, it's literally he just, just like, i'm gonna be in power. power yeah he has nothing yeah nothing and it's like to do what it. yeah <laughs> yeah and i and i also like but i also think that it then is also an interesting thing because they also talk about or also shows how he kind of took shortcuts right like his mother was a healer she practiced um voodoo and like 
but he just wasn't interested in that again because he wants the power and he has that resentment and so he's taking shortcuts and that's how he got into this deal with like his friends on the other side or whatever um and it kind of shows how him taking those shortcuts then comes at a detriment to him and that's like what kind of defeats him in the end Mm -hmm. but yeah i think with his character there were some really interesting things that were introduced but i just felt like they didn't go deep enough Mm -hmm. and i think it would have been cool to see like more of that my thing is honestly i think the story length was like perfect for what we got and i was when i finished it i was like i could easily see us getting more from this universe because there's just Mm -hmm. more that could be said about that could be fleshed out Yeah, yeah absolutely um louis i didn't have that much to say about him other than that like i thought it was interesting that he was trying to deal with the idea of like you know, of being homesick, but also having his dreams and, like, the things that he wants to do and the, that he wants to do, like, be in New Orleans and, like, in the human world. Um, He's basically yeah, Ariel, I thought that was but, like, an alligator. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Literally. Literally. Um, yeah, and I liked, I just liked that part of it, and, like, obviously we couldn't go, like, deeper into it or anything, but... Um, it makes sense. I think that, like, at the end of the, or I feel like in the movie, it's just like, you know, yeah, he wants to play jazz and he's an alligator. Mm-hmm. Like, that's crazy. But it never, you know, I didn't, I can't really remember how resolved it was, yeah. you know, so. I like that they, like, um, thought enough to, like, come try to come up with a backstory for him, but he constantly is forgetting to keep his back, his cover right. up. I'm like, that's Tiana's like, sir. She's like, what is not clicking? Come on. <laughs> But I also think that it's um it is it was sad to see him go back to the bayou and be like, Oh, homie don't even remember like I'm a human, yeah. <laughs> like he legit does not like know it. who I am. Um mm-hmm. and I would love to see again, there is like a, a another story that comes out in the universe, um, where we get to see him go see Mama Odie and maybe she comes up with a way for him to be able to communicate with his family. Cause like he he, he shouldn't if he can get to the bayou, there's no reason why he should be be cut off from his family. He's still in vicinity, mm-hmm. so yeah. Right. Something. Yeah. Lisette? I think that I was, I was, I, I listened to her because I just thought it was in fun to have, she, like, her characteristics lend her to be, like, to be more of a main character for this universe and that she is, like, someone within the vicinity of, like, magic practitioners. She understands what they, like, they do, even if she doesn't know, have the knowledge to do it herself. And she's mm-hmm. gifted enough in her in her healing efforts that she is able to like make it an enterprise with Naveen's help. So I think it was, and she's like young; she's like fifteen or so, or whatever. So I really enjoyed mm-hmm. her character. Um, like what little we get her of her character, I enjoyed that part. Um, and the fact that she's just like she's someone who um, gives help even without her having any investment in the situation she's like oh well people are in help need help and i have a means to help them i'm gonna do it mm-hmm. absolutely and miss rose i feel like uh I, we talked about her i think for the most part i liked that it was again the same as same with Lisette, like somebody who is just down to help. She's just there and she's like, you know, Tiana clearly got some stuff going on and she needs some support. 
Um, but she says it all like, in like to... Creole riddles, which makes it worse. Literally, like how are we helping like, people? Girl, if they can't understand us. Is my question. Talk, talk straight. Like, come on. And I guess the, um, I guess part of the like the lesson there is that like Tiana is all about like um not wasting time and she's there to be like this is worth your time to stop mm-hmm. think consider a riddle and Unha- mm-hmm. like you know apply it to your life figure out what that means like it's right worth you taking the time to do that so i, I mm-hmm. like that she's kind of like, she's like rushing especially yeah. in the end where like you know she's dealing with her dad and stuff and it's like no like you're you feel like you don't have time but actually this is the thing that's gonna get you to solve the issue you know what i mean yeah. like sometimes you have to take a second drink some tea and then and get the tea right yeah. like you have to you have to take the time to get the information in order to like solve the problem tiana is low-key alexander hamilton from like the play hamilton like she's mm. like like running her restaurant like she's running out of time and like Literally. um you can understand why she's there because her father um literally like is like part of this deal where she like she made the deal partially because she felt like she had run out of her time with her father whenever he like you know was gone while she was still young so that that's already been that's part of like her ingrained like feelings about life is that she's always like feeling like she's like behind on like she's gonna not she doesn't have enough time with people she doesn't have enough time to do all the things she wants to do and that's something that kind of like killed me throughout the story was that like she's like I've been saving up my whole life and I've always had this one mission and it's, I don't ever have enough time to get all these things done. It's like, your girl, you're 19 years old. Right. And I understand, I understand being like growing <laughs> up and being like, I got to have this and this, this done by this, when I'm about to time 25. And I understand mm-hmm. that, but I'm like, somebody has to be like, homie. Who's going to tell her? <laughs> <laughs> who's going to tell you're her? You're 19, bro. And I, can, I feel like Miss Rose is the person who's supposed to, is the person who's like, Mm-hmm. relax yeah absolutely um any final thoughts any things we didn't cover i just want to i made an observation um in my notes and i'm trying to uh pull it up real quick because i think it was a funny it was just a funny thing to happen conversationally and i mm-hmm. uh, wanted to note that um oh okay so tiana is in the market and she's like trying to avoid facilitate he's like kind of forced her into a conversation she does not want to be in she doesn't want to talk to him ever so this is every conversation mm-hmm. she has with him is under duress she does not want to be in conversation with him <laughs> um and i'm just going to read the passage that i thought it was funny so facilitate was suddenly in front of her blocking her path tiana yelped but the buzz and chatter around the busy market drowned her cry Brasilier lowered his head until he was eye level with her. I've been polite. You do not want me to get nasty. She waved her arms in front of his face, inches from her own. What do you call this? You see this little bit of fog that's been hanging around the city? Brasilier scoffed. It's nothing. My friends can show you what real smoke looks like. <laughs> this man literally no, said he wanted all the smoke. He said he wanted, he said he he wanted, wanted all the smoke. smoke. And he I was just, ready for the smoke. He said, all the I smoke. did when I read that I also thought that, but I didn't make a note of it. So yes. It was a bar. It was a bar. And that's page one. He's a fraud, but it was a bar. It, up. it was a I was like, he said <laughs> he said, Who wants all the smoke? I want all the smoke. I do. I want it. Yeah, absolutely. Um 
Yeah, so I mean, I would I feel like I'd recommend this book if you're especially if you're a princess and the frog girly or a person, but you know, if you if you mess with princess and the frog so romance between even if you don't i think you would enjoy it like i think there are a lot of good things to enjoy but i think that if you like are really into that movie like you should definitely pick this up you would it would you know it's like a sequel but it's not even as a non-watcher of the movie i am a historical fiction girly and a um fantasy i love Mm -hmm. me a historical fantasy same they're just so hard to find. It's nice to a moment for they the ones are. Like that. Oh my god. They're just so hard. Okay. Especially black ones. Literally. Those are the hardest. And I'm just like, <laughs> okay. We we have discussed this. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's rough. It's rough, it's out, rough here. out here. Uh so it this almost there really did. It really did like hit that, hit those notes for me. The levels of like uh spooky and dark in there, if you like that kind of stuff. Um Again, it didn't. It's not full on, but it's enough to make you be like, mm-hmm. "Are we going there?" And then again, like uh, Bayana said, it's Disney, so it's like, "No, we're not going full on horror." But we're gonna you get a, a couple of feelings of that. Um, and there's also like a, a moment of body horror. It's not a big body horror, but the way that it's described. I mean, as a person who does not like blood, there's like two of them. But the one that really stuck with me was a busted lip from like playing um trumpet and I like haven't played oh, an instrument yeah. and been in band and have it was just ugh. and so like but I'm like ah oh, the like the horror parts like are kind of in the story that mm. you don't really expect. Um so if you kind of like if you like stuff like those components and stuff that I and you haven't seen the movie, I would recommend it if you don't mind the Disney-ish part of it, because I, I can understand you liking those things and being like, but I don't know if it's Disney like that, then sorry. Yeah. But if you don't mind it's very Disney, Disney. It's, it's it's historical fiction, but it's or historical fantasy, but Disney-fied. it's Disney-fied. Yeah. Historical. Yeah. So you just have to know that going in that like they're not gonna interrogate the fact that this man is a sugar bear. <laughs> and you just have to roll with it. He's, okay. Sure. Just like, I guess I guess so. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Farrah Michonne is known for being a romance novelist and the moments of romance in here are like warm and fuzzy feeling. They so are. There I were a think... couple moments when Naveen would say something and I was like, uh-oh, Tiana, what are you... <laughs> like, girl, you better... Uh, you better stop playing around. Stop playing like in space. Were... Girl, girl. Like, I know, I know. this. I know you like know I, this man I definitely, by the end, I was like, why can't she be with him again? Because right? I just feel like... She was questioning. She was like... Who is Facilier like, anyway? Like, she was like falling for it and then she's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, Facilier, Facilier. Okay, all right. right. I can't touch this. Nope. Mm-mm. Never get mind. Away Never mind. Get me away. <laughs> nope. Naveen, you and your trickery and your flirting weeks and stuff, he's like, mm-mm. Your glittering eyes. You can't do it. No. Get away from me. Get away from me. If you're into romances that do that, this is this is it. Yeah, this is definitely that's, the book for it. you. That's it. Um, and for to say all that to say, that's Naveen was a highlight for me. Um, I I love Tiana. We really get along on like like Capricorn. I don't want to owe nothing to nobody. Uh, please don't make me feel like I'm in debt to you. I will do my best. Oh crap! Like this is friendship. No, I don't owe you. Oh crap! Oh crap! Oh crap! Like that crap, I get <laughs> so hard, and I fully, fully relate to Tiana. But the MVP that one of the MVPs for me was Naveen because of how well he, like I was mentioning earlier, had to like care for her thing. Um, and then uh, the other one was Miss Rose, who was like the sidelined help that she didn't know she needed. Um, well, she knew she needed, but she wasn't aware she was receiving. I just, my only 
subtraction from that from that description of uh, Miss Rose is the fact that like you've got to know who, who you're dealing with. If you're if they can't take help from like a riddle, you need to get a, like like baby food them into the riddle. I don't know. Yeah, but you can't you can't just be Nothing. out here giving help without making clear you're giving help. That's my thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I did make I did make Miss Rose my MVP, but also yeah, sometimes the riddles are not really helpful and i feel like but i it's such a like fantasy trope to have some one person like some dude who's just like i'm on your side but i can't tell you directly what's happening (laughs) i'm gonna mysteriously be an older person that is like helping you along your journey but you don't know how i'm hoping i'm like please please just be for real like just tell me um benched Now, let's be clear. The real villain of the story and will always be rich white men. Yeah, I was going to say, now that, like, I was kind of like, actually, I think Mr. LaBeouf is my uh, bench. I, like, he didn't do, he didn't do, I didn't see him doing any underhanded things that I could, like, cite him He didn't do anything. But I know. Yeah. But he's bench. Like, honorable mention. He's, he's bench. He's, yes. Honorable mention is him. Yes. But also kind of Disney, too, because if it weren't for Disney, then this wouldn't be Disney-fied. You know what I mean? Like, South yeah. of the South is the reason why we have a Tiana in this way. You know what I'm saying? Right. So F mm-hmm. also kind of like that. So that's when I say, like, rich, like th- that's who are rich yeah. white men are the ones to blame. Those are the rich white men in my head. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, the, the same kind of rich white men that are anti-DEI because... God forbid we actually learn the reasoning behind why things are the way they are in society. Right. That's the and that's why we have again. That's why or we why a kind benevolent benevolent sugar baron doesn't really make sense. Right. That's Where like black people who were freaking forcibly removed from Africa were became labor like uh, look were immigrants looking for work in the U S. Please. Like, like I that's where I am right now. Let's be real. So that's a true villain and yes. Facilier is who I'm naming because for the mm-hmm. story, um, yes, and I mentioned definitely... this, um, he is the the issue here because like at any point in the story, he could have been a better person, and he has moments mm-hmm. where you're like, this man, honestly, and Tiana even herself is like, should am like for a moment she's like, it's she's low key tests him with like. Uh, an option and a question and he takes the bad route and she's like nah he's beyond saving and it's hard mm-hmm. to be there you know what I mean you don't want to give up on somebody mm-hmm. like that but that's where we get to um and that's why I'm I'm wholly for there being a more coming from this universe because I just feel like there's a lot more to get into from there yeah so agreed I also yeah but with like an asterisk is what I'm he's benched saying. in the, he's benched in the context of the story but we all know who the, the true villain. who really needs it down. <laughs> uh, on that note, thank you for listening. Um, join us on Wednesday when we discuss chapters ten through twelve of Amari and the Great Game. Wizard Team is part of the Black Nerds Create Collective. If you would want to keep up with our content, you can check our website at blacknerdscreate.com and follow us on Instagram and Tumblr at Wizard Team Pod and at Black Nerds Create. Bye, y'all. See ya.